0: And welcome to another episode of Drama School Dropout Which is now part of the High Productions family As per usual, I'm Ingram Noble and I am your Drama School Dropout And this week I am joined by an actress who was named the breakout star of Orange is the New Black Season 6 Please welcome to the podcast, Ashley Jordan Drama School Dropout
1: No graduation day for you
0: Hi. Hi, how are you?
1: are you? Good, how are you?
0: I'm good. We've been
1: talking, so I feel like
0: we've been to Yeah, I mean, I think everyone knows that we have that little pre-chat. Yes, I, honestly, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Like I said, just before we started recording, I'm a massive fan of you, of Orange is the New Black. So this is like my my first fangirl moment on the podcast. Well,
1: <laughs> don't don't fangirl too hard. <laughs>
0: I was talking to my mum about half an hour ago, and I was like, "Oh, I'm getting a bit nervous. I don't normally get nervous." I'm nervous. I don't
1: oh. typically do do interviews. It Makes <laughs> oh. me
0: nervous. It, it's not really an interview. It's just a fun little chat. That's
1: that's. I can go with that. We can do that. Get I have questions first. Go. So you're Hit you're me. a drama school dropout.
0: Yes, I am a drama school dropout You
1: went to drama school and then you dropped out
0: So it works a little bit differently in the UK So I went to what we call college Which you would probably call I'm not too sure But no, it's not Because we call, you call college college And we call college university But we have like a pre-stage Where we go to an actual college So it's sort of like in between Like your high school diploma and your degree
1: in university. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I done three years of acting and performance and I graduated from that. And then I moved on and went to a university and basically had a mental breakdown, which was really fun. And we love it. Um, uh, it wasn't the right sort of environment for me to be in. I didn't get on with, um, the lecturers, which is nothing new, um, to, like people that known um I didn't really work well with it all and I I really struggled with the idea of sorry and my headphones are falling off um I I struggled with the idea
1: your your, your background sometimes sometimes um, (laughs) because you have long hair all of a sudden and then it cuts back (laughs)
0: um yeah I really struggled with the idea of um me interpreting pieces of theater and monologues and then people critiquing it uh, but not critiquing it in a way that if somebody came to see a show I didn't like that my performances were graded if that makes sense because I, I don't think that art and theater and performance is subjective to that kind of criticism because what I like you might not like and what my lecturers didn't like in my performances somebody else might like so I sort of just I joke a lot about having breakdowns and that's sort of like my stick like oh something like something goes terribly wrong like I drop I drop a pound coin oh that's it I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have a breakdown but (laughs) I I went in 13th of January, 2020, two months before we all, the world came to a hit, halt. And I said to my lecturer, I joke a lot about having a breakdown, but I think I'm actually having one. So I need to leave. Peace okay, out.
1: Well, you know what? At least you like knew how to, what, what to do to take care of yourself. Cause it's not, I, I agree though. Like it's, I didn't go to college or university for acting. So like, I didn't start doing that. I didn't was hinder you. <laughs> huh?
0: It didn't hinder you. <laughs>
1: Oh well, think well. I mean, I'm an out of work actor, like the majority of out of work actors. We're in all out
0: of work actors.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, so I didn't start doing it till I was much older. But I, I, I do have a lot of training in the since in the time that I've uh, yeah. been pursuing acting from just like wherever I felt like I needed to get like I wasn't good at something or like I would see somebody and like where like what did like where did you where did you study like I want to I admire this I like this thing. Um, and then I would go find a place that I could learn that and learn it, learn it, learn it, learn it, and then find the next thing that I was like weak at, or like, I didn't understand and yeah, the slow growth of stuff But like one of the um, things that I've really sort of latched onto is physical theater. And, um, there's a place here in New York that I think is the only place in New York that does it. Um, but they, they're like Lecoq, um, like they, they went to Le, uh, Lecoq school in France. They have teachers that come over who studied with Lecoq and taught alongside Lecoq. And what I sort of learned was I'm not um, a psychological act. I'm a physical yeah. actor. So like, I don't do, I don't, it's not that I don't like um, latch on to a lot of the psychological aspects or do that work. I certainly have learned to do that work, but what resonates better with me is like, is what I'm doing working or is it not working? right yeah. is the story i'm telling it that, that i think i'm telling coming across or is it not coming across you're looking
0: like, for like a yes or no answer whereas right. you're not looking for why are the curtains brown in this scene
1: right and we're also and it's also like it, it, it removes sort of that obligation of like is this good or bad it's just like is it doing what i think it's doing or is it not doing what i think it's doing
0: right yeah and i totally doing,
1: then like then like what do i need to change and that sort of removes that like feeling of trying to be um, good, it, it, you know what I mean? Or trying to have people like, like, or dislike your work. It's always going to be subjective, but what we can all agree on is like, yeah, it looks like you're um, walking across the streets because you're yeah. walking across the street. Right. And removing all of the, like, I like your choices. I don't like your choices.
0: Uh-huh. That's, yeah. that's totally the same place that I come from. I do like getting into a character and sort of, Exploring like the psychological parts of it, but I just didn't gel well with. Okay, so you're in in the UK in universities, we grade it like a third, a two one, a two two, a first. So I didn't like that. The choices that you have made specifically bracket you into this part because you've done, you haven't made all of the criteria that we've laid out on a sheet of paper. Right. Which yeah, don't that's... get me wrong, I'm not opposed to like learning about like the craft and things but
1: but you can't grade it. I don't think so. It's like you got to show up every day and like did you show up every it's like you know did you participate? <laughs> yeah. Did you show up every day? Did you do the work? Was your stuff in on time? It, like you can go through like tangible things that you can grade, right?
0: Towards the end I didn't show up because I was like clocked out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like at the beginning I fully went in like I'm going to do this. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to be a serious actor. But like, realistically, if you're an actor, you're a serious actor.
1: Right. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't have given up the whole rest of your life <laughs> to attempt to make money at this yeah. very strange career if you weren't serious about it. Yeah.
0: Like I sit here with no backup plan. Like some of my friends, they're like, oh, I'm going to go and do a teaching degree. <laughs> nope. I started a podcast. So
1: you know what? I, I'm totally on board with that. Like, I think if you really want to do something, you'll find a way to do it. Yeah. Right. And like your journey might be longer, but like you'll. You without a backup plan, like your options are like, I just gotta figure this out. Like, yeah. so what's the next place I can do to figure this out?
0: Well, I've always said to people, because that's always people's questions. Oh, what do you do? I'm an actor. Um, how are you gonna do that? And I always say the same thing. Say, come hello, high water, I will be paid right. to act. Right. That's yeah, how I will pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> my Mine too.
1: <laughs> my I was, was supposed to be a before, lawyer. My, family, my dad's always like. So you're going to get a real job. I was like I've had real jobs. Like I've had serious jobs, but I hate it. That's why You I like that. Back. check Netflix. I don't want to I don't want to have a real job anymore. I'll be poor and hungry and happy.
0: Yeah, like that that's totally like cuz I also like without getting massively deep into like life, I just have like a massive question about why pieces of paper rule our lives and things like that. And like that's that's a whole different like topic of my brain that we we're not going to get into let's talk
1: about it let's do it <laughs> but
0: like i just think like anyone can do this and it's it's such a special like feeling um i i produced a rehearsed reading of a play that i wrote with my friend over the weekend which is still available to check out if anybody wants to buy tickets um and like it's okay. the first time that i've been involved in something but not been at the front of it so even like when i was sat in front of my computer, bringing people on and off screen because it was all online, thanks COVID. Um, I I still got that same thrill that I get when you stand in the wings of a theater and somebody says, five minutes will curtain. <laughs> and I was talking to my friend after it because we're, we're in a bubble so we could produce it together. And I was like, you know what? Like it, it's been a long year and a half or however long it's been, uh, but this has made me realize this is what I want to do.
1: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I was like,
0: there's nothing else.
1: And you wouldn't have gotten here if you hadn't taken all those other little steps.
0: Yeah, 100%. Including dropping out of drama
1: school.
0: I wouldn't have a catchy podcast name if I didn't do that.
1: That's right. You wouldn't have gotten here. So,
0: <laughs> so what I like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast is, how did you get into acting and what was your first role? No matter how small it was, whether it was on like a school stage or even if it was like in your front room with just performing for your parents
1: um I th- well I think I have a vague memory of being Little Red Riding Hood in like first grade first school and then I have a definite memory of in fifth grade I was the uh, we were doing Cinderella and I was the stepmother
0: and I so killed fifth- it <laughs> obviously <laughs> who, who doesn't kill those performances I, I saw a video of us doing high school musical when I was 16 the other day and I was like you know what, for somebody that didn't have very much talent or very much skill, I was pretty good. <laughs>
1: so, I was so good. I, I so can't good. sing. I, so I can't dance.
0: <laughs> but like high school musical, I, I killed it. There you so go. fifth grade, sixth grade, I, I'm not sure. Do you add like, is it you add five years to get your age when you do that? So would you have been uh, 11 uh, in sixth so we grade? Start
1: school in, like it's six. Is kindergarten, I guess. Fifth grade is like maybe 11.
0: Yeah. So you add like six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could they not just like sit down and be like, let's just make school years the same everywhere?
1: you just
0: start at six <laughs> like can we that not just call it things. the old same thing so like when did you like because I know originally um I've been doing some research or as I like to call it legal stalking and you um said that you had to choose between putting your spare time between pursuing sports or pursuing performing right. what and you originally chose sports I believe
1: yeah. No, I would say I I played um competitive, competitive, competitive softball. Um in for for years and years and years. My um town is I'm from Texas and my town was uh just had like a crop of girls that were all the same age that sort of came up playing, you know, like little league, whatever. And then there was a about a team's worth of people whose parents were really diligent and who um we were all really good and we just played together I want to say from sixth seventh grade on almost nonstop, like year-round so when I, we got to high school we became like the senior um this like the senior team as freshmen like we all made varsity basically which normally varsity is um juniors and seniors uh, yeah like the team and we were and we were a competitive team um in a large good school district so my i my freshman year i i took theater class right because i like theater class um you have to get you know you're doing music theater choir whatever your theater arts credit is like you have to do it so i'd done theater and i um i think i was oh, oh here's another weird vague memory that's coming back um i was in a production in high school we would they were doing man of la mancha i was a freshman it's like fall like just fall of my freshman year and i think i was like one of the urchins who like just crawled around on the stage because it was a musical like i don't sing so it was a musical so they had that and like everybody else was just like an urchin on the on the <laughs> in the background crawling around very vague memory of that but i enjoyed it but my um sport was too competitive it was like you have to choose like are you going to come to rehearsal or are you going to be you know, after school, or are you going to theater, I and mean, you just couldn't do both? So yeah, I, I
0: put sports. Well, I did the exact opposite. I didn't take a PE lesson for five years while I was in school. <laughs> Always, got, I, I actually took academic PE to get out of physical PE. Right.
1: <laughs> Love nice.
0: that. And then uh, talking about like you couldn't sing or dance. I can't either. Well, I can I,
1: dance. I'm an excellent dancer. Oh, I just can't sing. I apologize. <laughs> I
0: I can't sing or dance. Um and but i was like and one of
1: like your high school musical um tape
0: I, I was excellent i was excellent i
1: believe you i
0: totally um, believe you but i was like the only one of the only boys that sort of i grew up in northeast england so working class like if you've ever seen billy elliott that sort of vibe so i was he like dances, though. he
1: like runs to the street dancing
0: yeah i can't dance <laughs> <laughs> just to say it again um <laughs> So I was like one of the only boys that we literally had to be like, can you come and do this show? So we can, we, can we get the people that don't normally do this? We need at least five boys to do Grease. Like, please come and do the show with us. Right. And it was always, they'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. Then they really? turned up to. Re- so, right.
1: You get to be.
0: Not always. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, if you're the only boy and you're doing Grease, you might, you're just like, I'll play all the parts. I, I I
0: offered. <laughs> <laughs> but realistically I always wanted to play Rizzo if we're being I mean, if yeah. we're being real um <laughs> but they would always come to rehearsal and then like two weeks in they'd be like I can't do this bye and so we yeah. had like 12 year old girls playing like <laughs> Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: great um I like that though it,
0: you know especially it's
1: 2021 like all all female cast of
0: Greece would be that would be spectacular I'd love it 110% I'd probably <laughs> I'd pay to see that like yeah anybody listening me talk yeah, to me and Ashley 100%. we we copyright no this much much now trademarked Sorry. we own this now um so you're currently in New York and I can sort of see that the weather looks pretty good which I'm incredibly jealous of because I live in Scotland and it rains 364 days Scotland, of year. here though.
1: Scotland's like my I love Scotland where are you at in Scotland
0: I'm in Glasgow
1: Okay, I've never been to Glasgow. I always go to Edinburgh.
0: The PTSD. Did I say it wrong? No, Edinburgh, but that's where I went to uni. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay. It's such a beautiful, it's so beautiful, though. Like, it really is. No, I I would love to have explored more of, like, other areas. I did go, I've been there three times. Um, One time we, it was, like, Halloween, and I I came for, oh. So the first time I went, I went to... um, to go to the summer um your summer Edinburgh fringe fest just to, just to go i just wanted to go and then i ended up staying with um a guy in like an airbnb not Air- yeah an airbnb and he and i became friends so then i went back i guess a year later around october for the edinburgh short film festival and we um it was like around halloween i feel like and we we drove up to what's the castle from um macbeth
0: edinburgh castle
1: yeah but what there's a there's a castle that's sort of like this was based on this castle glamis castle maybe i don't know we drove up i should know
0: i've done macbeth a million times i've played this is this
1: this is the uh, like original castle that this was supposedly based on right like yeah i might have been lied to i don't know it's possible (laughs) i I mean
0: macbeth was a real king and
1: right i think but like i said this is like the castle and it's owned by the queen it was like her
0: Uh, probably. Balmoral.
1: Balmoral, it was Balmoral, yes. So we went to Balmoral and, and it was on Halloween and they had it done up and they were doing like tours. You could get tickets to go through like the haunted house, which was like a little tour of the house. But it was the, it was like this beautiful, creepy, old, castle it's like creepy like, just leave it alone don't touch anything <laughs> yeah you and don't need just, to do like, it up. Cheated up so awesome like stuff that you would get at i don't know if you had like a walmart where it's like the, the blow up um skeleton of, like, yeah lights. it's just like it was so, so it was so amazing it was so cheesy i was like oh this is like a perfect touch of like actually scary and um also just like super cheesy halloween fun
0: well, I mean, if you're ever in Scotland again, you have my email address now. I will show you around Glasgow quite happily.
1: Yeah, I'd love to. I, I know really the good sites. Like north, like the Highlands, I guess. Is that north? That's north. Yeah,
0: that's that's north. I've, I, I don't huh. venture up there often. You're right.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and but it's how, up, like in elevation, so it must yeah, be north. <laughs> but
0: how has it been living in one of the industry's hubs throughout? covid because obviously you must be a stone's throw away from broadway several theaters there must be an agent on every street corner
1: yeah that's how it works yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i actually moved just outside of like just outside the city um just in december of, la- of the year doc's your
0: address over. go on tell everyone where you live
1: yeah, i'll <laughs> tell you my address no so like i have like a like, more of a house and like a little yard i have a dog that's very old and i just kind of wanted to give him a little space we've I've been in the city his whole life and certainly for a very long time and I I, he was I was just like oh I just want my dog to like lay on some grass in the sun before he is so old and he doesn't enjoy it um so I moved out just a little bit not far 20 minutes out um so I'm not in this I I got really lucky because COVID obviously like shut everything down but like where I'm at like there's you can walk around you're not around people as often i actually i I had covid i had it in um december and i haven't gone anywhere like i've been super careful yeah i went to the grocery store like i just went out and i came back and i was like oh great now i got it
0: we mentioned it just a second ago a short film that you created written in starred in called the session um and that was like hugely popular on like the short film circuit what was that like
1: it wasn't I wouldn't say it was hugely popular we got turned away from a lot of festivals but the festivals we got into really liked us
0: but there are some (laughs) film festivals that turn away everyone so there are some films that got turned away by every film festival so in in some regards you were hugely popular because you got said yes to
1: (laughs) no like we we had success um we actually won um um, the Montreal Film Festival, which is a Oscar qualifying festival, so like we automatically qualified for like the short, the, the first round of like being in consideration for, um, um like an Oscar short film award. That and would have we immediately went down.
0: into my Instagram bio. I'd have been like Oscar consideree.
1: <laughs> Oscar <consider-y. laughs> Yeah, but it was it was it was fun. And then like I said, we came to Edinburgh. We went to Atlanta um a a few other ones but we didn't get into a whole bunch but it turned out to be like it was on a it wasn't on a whim but like it was the first thing that I had written certainly the first thing I'd ever produced um and just sort of like with like like I'm just gonna write something we're gonna write something for ourselves to do and like I've never produced one but film but like other people do it I figure we can do it (laughs) Or I mean,
0: anyone can do anything. It's all just about the way that you do it. Who sees it is the most important right. thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's even out there to be seen anymore because it's like, I didn't have any, we didn't have any I couldn't find it. Any. Yo, yeah, it's not up anywhere. I, I was like, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, it, we didn't do it for it to do anything else. Does that yeah. make sense? So we, we didn't have any plans for it to do anything else. And we certainly didn't have anybody advising us. It was like, here's what you can do. Um. So we just, it's we still have it. I think we sort of like considered maybe putting it up on like Amazon or I, I don't even know. Again, like I don't have that knowledge of like what you would do with it. And it's not of interest enough to me to do that knowledge. We were, we, it was, it was fun. And um I highly recommend like if you're, we just sort of like got, we're the writing um, group. We stopped in one day, they were throwing out ideas. We wrote like a short uh, play that we then did like a staged reading of. And I had done a film with um, a French woman who was uh, in the States doing some work, and I liked her a lot. I liked her crew. I liked her. So when we were like, I was thinking, like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I would like to write something for myself. Like, I am um, i don't ever find anything that I'm just like, oh, I'm so grateful. Like, I, I don't want to be typecast on, like, what I look like or my age or whatever else. It's, like, if you write it for yourself, then you can be whatever the fuck you want to be, right? Yeah. So um, and like I can cast myself as something that no one would ever cast me as. Uh yeah. So we were like, let's film something. And she and I were talking because I wanted to, her to direct it, and we couldn't really agree on an idea of what we wanted to write. And I had this this play, this short play that I uh, I had written, and I was like, could you just read this? So she read it, and she was like, this is what we're filming. We're done. Well, this is what I want to film. We're That's what you want to hear. Do it yeah there's no we don't have to do anything to the script let's film it so that was it we, we adapted it a little bit for um filming it but we felt like one location one one place two actors and it wasn't too bad it was great it was a lot of fun it was very educational it was exhausting but it was it was interesting
0: that's like some of the best things that happened as well i, me- I mentioned that i i put a play reading on online Uh, I started writing that play a year ago with my friend one of my best friends hello Heather Um, but that's like throughout my whole time going through three years of college then dropping out of uni I've learned the most about this industry and what I can do if you'd have asked me a year ago can you put a live recording that we're going to do it live are you going to broadcast it out people are going to buy tickets for it and you're going to raise enough money to book a theater I'd have been like mm, nah not gonna happen but you did it but we we did it and it's yeah. like now I'm adding jokingly producer director and casting agent to my but CV you, are, but
1: you did. yeah you did and you're like you never know what road that's going to take you down where you're like oh I actually really like producing or like I really like casting this thing that I did I've got
0: that too was- much of an ego to not be Good. front and center <laughs>
1: You can do both. You can have
0: multiple hats. My friend really had to talk me out, me being in the rehearsed reading. (laughs) (laughs) No roles that I can play. No roles that I can play. (laughs) And I was the one that was doing the sound effects and bringing people on and off screen. But I was like, I can still be in it.
1: You're like, I wrote it. I know how this is supposed to go.
0: Yeah.
1: I understand the point of this story. (laughs) Only I can bring it to
0: life. So then we, we sort of, everybody that will listen to this will know you from Orange is the New Black. Because
1: but That would be all That they know me from And they would have had to see Orange, see Orange Season 6 To know me
0: It was such An iconic role Such a great way That you played it And Thank you. Wh- I
1: didn't do it It was written That much fun It really was
0: I mean was but written. You were still You were still The means to bring Young Carol to life
1: What's funny is And I'm probably giving away How many people li- Listen to this podcast <laughs> Not enough
0: to Worry about okay. secrets Being spilled
1: great. So no, I'm not going to totally ruin my my um, my ho- Hollywood persona here. Uh, what's funny is I got that audition and it was for a teenager. And I'm not even going to tell you how old I am, but I am well above a teenager.
0: <laughs> Same. So
1: no, really, I'm you're a kid just, to me, like you I'm, I'm, I'm 23
0: next month. I, I
1: are you really? That's yeah,
0: I, I hate that I'm going to be 23. You're
1: mother. <laughs> So, so like, I got this role and I was like, I'm, I'm, there's no way, like, I'm way, way, way too old for this, but like, I'm going to go in an audition. And because I think there was no way I was supposed to get that role, I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. Like the I cards could, just lined I have up. have as much fun as I wanted and com- fully, completely like not worry about if it was right or if it was what they were looking for, because I was already not what they were looking for in my head, yeah. right? In my head is... I'm going to just go, like, I don't care about this role. I just want them to, to, to see this casting office to see me. Right. And like, I'm going to not, I'm not going to like just half-ass it. Cause I'm not going to get it. I'm going to double down on it because, um because I'm not going to get it. Right. So I'm going to give a good impression where they're like, well, she is way too old for this, but she came in committed regardless and, and did something with it. So I a got lucky because we had they had to match me and henny right yeah so they were looking for two actors that resemble each other enough um so like that's just luck that she and i matched up and that she got picked or i got picked and vice versa and then second of all like i think just having the mindset of kind of Fuck it i'm not I'm not going to pull this punch at all benefited me in the long run for this character. Right. Cause I didn't care if I was writer. Yeah. I didn't care if it was insane. And then I was like, la- like, if I was, I didn't care it was, I could do it. And it was like, we did one take and I walked out and I was like, I fucking slaughtered that audition. Like I am not getting it. I called my agent and I was like, I'm not getting that. I'm way too old. And <laughs> I fucking killed it. I was sitting in the waiting room, like imagining setting all the other people on fire. Right. Like I murdered this role. And she's like great and then I'm like sure enough the next morning I had an offer and I was like yeah that great. quickly that yeah the next the next morning she's like they're asking for your availability and she goes never mind the off they they've already have an offer for you and I was like really are you do they know how old I am? tell them <laughs> but I'm too old for this
0: So um, Orange is the new black was like Netflix's first big like original series it's sort yeah. of what put Netflix on the map was there a moment where you were like sort of like oh fuck
1: I mean no no I don't I don't get I don't I don't know I don't get um intimidated like that more it was um I just don't want to be just dis- like I don't want to be disappointed I don't want to get there and have them go oh we actually don't like her <laughs> like I just want everyone I want to do a good job we all do a good job we're all happy at the end of the day um I hope I can deliver what you want but um if I don't, I mean I'm getting paid anyway. You guys yeah.
0: <laughs> You're like uh, checks being cashed. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so
1: too bad.
0: Was that like really surreal?
1: Definitely.
0: Obviously, <laughs> it was a massive Netflix production and the, the budget would have been great, I imagine.
1: Yeah, no. I mean it was I guess it was a, I mean it's the average budget for television in New York. So mm. I mean it wasn't the first day that I worked. So like I I auditioned at like five o'clock on a Friday. Yeah. I got the offer Saturday morning at like 10 a.m. or whatever. And then we were shooting Tuesday. So like the turnaround. Quick turnaround. Yeah, it was like well, And I'd already like I had I think 24 hours with my scene um before my audition. And it was like 15 pages uh in in like that time frame. Um and then like they added another 15 pages or whatever for the that first scene or for the first episode that we were going to shoot so turning it around Tuesday it was just so fast and there was so much work to do that like I didn't have to like I was like oh fuck I gotta learn all these lines like (laughs) I don't have time to be scared right now I have to um I just have to go like I just have to like start working I have to start doing the work um if it sat with me for much longer I probably would have freaked out but (laughs) because it was such a fast turnaround
0: yeah you didn't have time
1: I didn't have time yeah you don't have time
0: that glass of ice story was the weirdest plot line that I've ever like sort of griply been intensed by. And I was like, well, whose story is it? (laughs) It's like, it's about a glass of ice. And that was, that that was the magic of Orange is the New Black, because we were set in this place where not much could happen though. You couldn't go without, like, you couldn't go outside the realms of possibility too much that the writers and the creators and the actors, they made these like really weird storylines so yeah. massively intensely gripping and then it's like what did Frida do what did she do
1: oh she sold me out yeah yeah
0: and then it's like oh Bob's in the library what's gonna happen here and it's like it's just it was so magical and I genuinely don't think we'll ever see a tv show like it again
1: oh hmm What's my answer to that? Because you had yeah, it's you're, you're stuck in, I don't know, I had like a different role than the people who are the regulars, right? Yeah. They're really isolated. So my characters, me, Ashley, I'm not really in prison. I'm in prison for like one scene or two a few scenes. But the but I got the I had the fun of being outside of prison. Right? Yeah. So I, I didn't feel I didn't I didn't feel the same. I, I appreciated in the writing that like, oh God, it can go anywhere. But i didn't personally um experience that because i got to do like the 80s outside stuff where i don't know they were just like drawing
0: drawing dead bodies
1: yeah and and show like the the stupidity of this of this feud right yeah stupidity of people to like have this feud which i that's that's what i think is brilliant it's like the They didn't tell you that it's a stupid feud. They just showed you that it was a stupid feud by having a stupid ice story that you're like, why are they arguing over that? It doesn't matter. And then showing you that like, they're both lying. Yeah. Instead of of it coming out later, like they get to show you, which is always better than just like telling you. Certainly like when Netflix, I mean, Netflix certainly did. It changed the landscape.
0: Yeah, 100%. When it,
1: like you could, it was the first one that anybody ever binged.
0: I, I'm, I'm guilty of that.
1: Think, yeah, right. So I
0: started the... watching Orange is the New Black. Uh, Netflix had in the UK had series one and two. Right. So I think I was like 16, maybe. Okay. And Did then they, it was like, got away. Yeah. Now you binge
1: everything. Now I don't even watch anything if I'm not going to binge it.
0: Yeah. That's What's the, the point? point? <laughs> but I do have a question about oh. Carol and Barb because <laughs> I remember having a very heated argument with someone on Twitter about this.
1: Oh, lovely.
0: So it was about Carolyn Bob's little sister, uh-huh. and I don't think they actually killed her.
1: Oh no, we murdered her! Murder, murder, murder! But there's her.
0: a line where Nichols says they didn't actually do it.
1: That's because we didn't. I we both there deny it always.
0: Right. Okay. Like,
1: I, I, oh, I didn't. I didn't do it. No, 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 no. She. We pushed her. Took all night to, put, to murder that child.
0: <laughs> so I owe someone on Twitter an apology.
1: Oh, did you say that we hadn't?
0: I was like, well, Nichols said this in episode seven timestamp here.
1: Yeah, no, I. it's my, I mean, I don't know. It's my understanding that we definitely murdered her.
0: But I loved both of the characters. So maybe I was just trying to redeem them in my head. I was like, no, they're not, not child they're killers.
1: You can love them. No, no, we're irredeemable. I think that's what's fun. That was what's true about it is you get to be irredeemable. Uh-huh. People loved people loved their horribleness. I'm still, I'm always shocked. They're like, I loved you. You're great. I'm just like, we murdered, like we were horrible. Oh, I loved
0: she- Carol and Bob. Carol yeah. was my favorite of the two.
1: What, what, what did you like about her so much? Just that she's like, it was.
0: It was a breath of fresh air into the show where it wasn't like villains that we had seen before, like Piscatella or V. It was, there was just something about that dynamic of them being sisters. And it was something that, we can always sort of relate to because everyone's fought with their sisters. I know I have, right? And it's
1: like to their death.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it was such a breath of fresh air into the show, and I was just sort of like, because I'm another one, I, I've not found many other people. I loved Badison.
1: Okay. Yeah. People liked her or didn't like her yeah, there was a lot her.
0: of people that didn't like her and it was
1: irredeemable it's because she's like she's she's just kind of mean right and like there's she's not showing and you just like but she's doubling down again she she was there to do to be the bad guy and she did a great job being the bad guy
0: oh 100% job to everybody to just like her i i liked her and it yeah. was like because i'm like an avid put it on my ipad sit on my phone live tweet So don't follow me if anything's coming out because I probably will spoil it. But yeah, I remember like so many people were like, why do you like Baddison? Like, and I'm like, cause she's funny.
1: Well, you also, um, Amanda, I forget her name, Amanda. Amanda Fuller. Yeah. Amanda Fuller. She did an excellent job of, she was horrible, but she also, I understood why she was horrible. Yeah. The why why she was horrible was heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. I could relate to that of like, oh, she's like severely like.
0: Bullied for being yeah it like hurts. I'm on the heavier side and I have been on the heavier side my entire life and like my Twitter username and Instagram username used to be fat Ingram like I don't have a problem with it but like I understood and I related because I was the kid that got got called fat and I'm still the person that doesn't like to take my t-shirt off in front of other people and like so I understood at that point like why she's an. asshole. Yeah. yeah. And it's like he
1: wounded.
0: It, it that's what Netflix, well Orange is the New Black done so perfectly. It's such a true reflection of society. Yeah, of
1: and all the different
0: kinds of society, yeah. Yeah, 110% and you could I feel realistically either of us, me in Glasgow, you in New York, we could walk into like a busy city center, covid permitting, and we'd find someone from Orange is the New Black.
1: Right. Well, like, you'd find You'd find you, you know, maybe not the prison version of them. Yeah, like you, you would find the thing that left untreated.
0: Yeah, could m- escalate.
1: Makes, escalates, and then all of a sudden, people have, are in places that they never thought they would end up.
0: A hundred, and, and it's couldn't. so easy. Like, especially like through all this current. Like, I, I, I follow RuPaul's Drag Race, and I, I, I see on Twitter a lot of these people that are watching a TV show and sending, uh, especially like queens of color like horrible horrible messages and it's yeah, I
1: don't understand
0: that I don't meaning know. that there are people on television that I don't like and there right. are people th- but that's natural but I'm never ever in a million years going to pick up my phone and message yeah, this person
1: Ever, do you ever, like, there's, the, like, you're scrolling through Facebook, or whatever, and there's, like, I don't know, a, a dumb ad for something, and you, like, look at it, and there's all these, like, messages underneath that people have have taken the time to comment about X, Y, and Z that's...
0: You're like, engaging like, with it. It's going to show up more. But,
1: like, why? Why are you <laughs> engaging with this thing that you don't even like? And, like, yeah. taking the time... And I just feel like it's... Uh, people don't often, I guess... <laughs> Feel like they're being heard in their life is the only thing I can come up with. Yeah. and so like it's like oh I'll I'll state my opinion here, and you're just like yeah, but no one cares about your opinion. It's like yeah, if it's not directly related to me, and I don't know you, I don't care about your opinion about
0: me. I've right? seen like- on Twitter where people are like, just say to an actor or an actress. Oh, I fucking hated you in, just say, Orange yeah, is the New Black. Go fucking kill yourself. And then the person replies, like, you're an asshole." And then right. the person know, who originally yeah. tweeted it says, oh, my God, I never thought you'd see this. I actually really like you.
1: Right. I feel like, yeah, there's a little bit of the... um.
0: It's wanting to get noticed. And, uh, yeah. like, we live in a world of Instagram like, blue ticks and followers. But
1: I, yeah, but, like, why? Like, I don't know. People are people. Like, I don't... Somebody it, it, that you... See on a television show is yeah. just like. A, it's like a lucky ex-starving purse artist, right? They just got lucky.
0: <laughs> what I always like to ask people as well is: you moved from Texas to New York to pursue your dreams and like your career. Is that correct, or am I That's my not- research wrong?
1: <laughs> no no you uh, you researched right okay no i moved to new york just to live in new york i moved here when i was 19 um i had gone to university i guess um for a year and a half and i didn't really like i didn't know what i wanted to do i didn't really like um where i was living i had a shitty boyfriend whatever like i i didn't i was sort of a floundering so i decided i'd move to new york city and not really knowing what i was going to do but knowing that I would figure it out um and I hopped on a plane one day and didn't look back yeah um and like I lived in a youth hostel. I slept on the subway for like three months I was home I didn't have a place to live I didn't have a job I didn't know anybody um before I finally like I had money saved because I'd always worked um since I was like a teenager uh,
0: but I can imagine money. in New York, money doesn't last long.
1: No, yeah. Like, but, like even, <laughs> it's mind-blowing, usually, uh, because you're, um, you don't really know, like, how do you get an apartment? It's different than where I'm from. And, like, it's expensive. So I finally found a place that was not in New York City proper, right, that I would commute into the city and um, and then was able to get a job and then get back into school and then finish school. But I have an English degree. Um I don't have I said I didn't take any theater. I took a theater class probably for for my my elective. But yeah. I didn't do any theater in college. Um and then oh and then I got a job. I worked on Wall Street for about 5 years. That's um, cool. Yeah, it was Jordan right.
0: Belforting it.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, again, one of those things like I had no idea what I was doing, but um You're not as a, Yeah, started out as a as a clerk and learned how to do it pretty quickly. And then did it long enough that I eventually, um, I did, I was a commodities options trader. So, but ever see trading places where they stand in the pit and they yell and scream at each other.
0: Yeah, is that like in front of like the TV screens?
1: It wasn't in front, it's not in front of the TV screens. It's when the, at the very end, when I just sort of like it's standing around they all have jackets on and they're yelling, there's paper everywhere. And yeah. everyone's like doing hand signals. I did that basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, the computer screens are different. That's uh, like stocks. I wasn't doing stocks. I was doing uh, something else. But like, it's, that was basically what I was doing. And I did that for a while. It was fun. It was exciting for a little while. Um, And then I didn't want to do it anymore. So I was like, well, what else can I do? Um, And then I started um, working in pharmaceuticals in sales. I sold pharmaceuticals for a long time. Um, and i hated that i loved that job and i hated that job i loved everybody i worked with i enjoyed it when i started out um but at some point it just got i got bored monotonous right? and see and... myself like working my way up a corporate ladder which would have given me some like something to do that felt exciting but like i just didn't want to go that route so
0: could have been I, selling vaccinations
1: yeah i would have been making millions <laughs> well it's not selling it's, it's mis termed It was like doctor education. Uh but it was a nine to five. I had great perks i got paid well and I was unhappy. I didn't like my life. I was stable and God being sometimes being stable is boring. So 100 percent I started taking acting classes as my hobby, like nights and weekends. And I did that for a while where like instead of going out to a club, right? Like I was an acting class with my friends on a yeah. Friday night. Um and I did that for a while. And then it was sort of like, I don't like This is what I want to do. Um, and so like my life, I just sort of like turned over my whole life and changed everything, you know, got out of a relationship I was in, got out of a job that I was in, moved, you know, just sort of every got rid of everything, pared everything down and decided that if I wanted to be an actor, like I was just, I was going to have to do it. Like you're giving yourself no other options.
0: So, so what I. would be like your number one piece of advice for like taking that jump because there's probably plenty of people out there that like me I was sat there waiting for three weeks to drop out of unity, and
1: I just feel like you have to i don't I don't ever want to have any regrets in my life right and I don't feel like I can make a mistake. I've got no problem going starting down the road and then realizing like oh this road isn't for me great I turn around and I would take a different road but to never walk down it when it looked so enticing. Um, that's the thing I'll regret. I won't regret the mistake of like learning that I didn't like it because again, that's just me learning something else about myself and sort of narrowing down the things I do want or the things I do like by testing it out and going, oh, you know what, I did this. I I enjoyed what I got, got out of it, what I got out of it, but it's not for me because I, you know, again, I was working in a job that was comfortable, paid me well, I could have been there for a while And I enjoyed a lot of it, but like, it wasn't for me in the long run. And my regret would have been being comfortable and um, unchallenged for the sake of comfort, rather than like, I mean, really taking a chance. Yeah, really taking a chance and seeing and, and, and being uncomfortable, like a lot, like going from comfort and stability to uncomfort.
0: There's no bigger thrill in the world than being like rent is due in two weeks and I have nothing. <laughs>
1: oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
0: Biggest thrill I mean, in the world.
1: I feel like, well, I, I feel like that's like, I love New York and I've, and you know, like LA is beautiful. There's obviously lots of work there. There are other places in the world that are beautiful. But like, there's something about in New York, everyone's fighting. Like they're fighting. I love Dela. You like Dela. It's too, it's too easy going. It's good to visit. It's like, oh, I'm relaxed. But like, I like the struggle of like everyone on this subway platform is like working at some dream. Like they're, they're working it. I don't, yeah. I don't know what that dream is. It's different for all of us, but like, we're not just marking time, um, we're having you just can't because you had to get up and you had to walk them out of the subway through the snow and then you had to get on a crowded subway thing and blah right you have to really like you're fighting for something and and a large portion of the people and like for whatever that dream is it's obviously different for everybody but even if it's just to like i just want to like live in new york for a little while and say i survived that's a struggle and at the end of that you're just sort of like even if it's not for you you're like but you tested it you tried it
0: we're coming to the end of the podcast now and I always like to play a little game with all of my guests and it's called stage right or stage shite which is essentially just two truths and a lie I'm going to tell you three theater stories two of them are true one of them is a lie so I don't know which one of the stories is a truth or a lie I've got to check all that now um and we can play along together we can talk about the situations and we'll figure it out so number one is I had to wear white underwear on stage I'm male on my first night in the show I wore white boxers. no one told me that stage lights can make underwear see-through my mum is still traumatized
1: no that's a lie
0: i've I, I know about the white underwear because somebody right, I was in show
1: wouldn't you have done um like blocking and all that with lights so that somebody at some point would have been like we can see your underwear
0: I don't know it sounds to me like
1: they were never in front of a light mm. prior to opening night.
0: It also sounds to me like it's not a professional show.
1: Okay, that's possible. But even it, still, it's even not a not a professional show. You still have to block it.
0: It also sounds you have to, do to me show,
1: you have to do the night like the the walkthroughs.
0: It also sounds to me like he just wore whatever boxes he had on. And it wasn't <laughs> necessarily a costume, like you know, when you go I into a show and they're like boxers you're gonna wear these blue boxer shorts it sounds like he just took his jeans off and was like i'm ready maybe with a
1: high school production yeah all
0: right what's the next one what's
1: the next
0: one number two i grew up in birmingham uk and i wanted to be an actress i got up one day emptied my savings account and ran to london i essentially ghosted my boyfriend the next time i saw him was a year later in the front row of my opening night on the west end
1: I feel like that is absolutely true and sounds... I feel like that longer.
0: should be a movie.
1: I feel like, but that sounds like... I like, yeah, just fuck it. I'm going to get rid of this guy and sell everything and I'm going to do it. It's only a year, though. She said in one year she was on the West End, never having acted. I don't know.
0: A West End, The West End is pretty big. Quite a lot right of now. theaters. It um, takes
1: longer than a year, right?
0: No. I, no? I there's, there's people that can come right out of drama school and finish drama school on the friday and be on the west end on two weeks later oh
1: okay that's I need to move to not London uncommon <laughs> yeah
0: like it, it's it's majorly about being seen and especially i don't know how it works in the u.s but normally if you leave a, a good drama school here they have an agency attached to them so you automatically get an agent oh Yeah, it's like somebody that was in the show that I just produced the online rehearsed reading. He's just graduated from drama school and is currently signed to that drama school's talent agency.
1: No, they don't do that here. Or I don't, not that, they do showcases here. Yeah, we do showcases
0: too. You Um,
1: come and like you hope somebody likes you and picks you up, but it's not guaranteed.
0: Yeah, that's the same here, but also nine times out of 10, if nobody does pick you, you can get signed to... Mm The, the drama school's attached agency.
1: Right,
0: um, so so maybe, th-
1: okay, so maybe yeah. that's true then. It is possible. So does impossible. it say that she went to drama school or does it say she just decided that she wanted to be an actress?
0: I grew up in Birmingham, UK and wanted to be an actress. So but it's very specific. I want day. to be an actor, but I've been to like drama school. <laughs> Right. And things like that so it could be anything uh, okay. i i'll find the email i'll get one of the, my friend that does it to go through the email and i will get more information out of this okay
1: and,
0: and number number three in my last year of secondary school i did an actual mean girl stunt i had to run to the front of the stage and i accidentally kicked the mic and it hit my chemistry teacher in the tre- chest luckily he was a good sport that
1: sounds true
0: yeah, I can picture that. That's something That's I would do. True.
1: So wait, the first one was what?
0: So I had to wear white. Un- I had to wear underwear on stage, and I wore white boxes and they were see-through on stage because of the that lights.
1: That lie. I'm gonna call that one a
0: lie. I think I'm gonna go with the same because surely, surely they would be like, wear what you're gonna wear on stage if they were blocking. Wear it. what you're
1: gonna wear. We're gonna. Like, and we're gonna. Like we're gonna have to do all the light. Like you're gonna do the the all the like cues, everyone's like stop and like, oh, try that, right? Like it's- And if you wore
0: black point, underwear and someone was like, that's great, that works. Why wouldn't you just right? wear black underwear again?
1: I exactly, I don't, yeah. Right,
0: I'm, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look.
1: Okay, wait, wait, The other one that feels like it might be is the one who she just decided, but like shit like that happens. So yeah, so I'm gonna say that that's-
0: I feel like we could make lucky. a better judgment on that if we had more information.
1: More information. If, if we like had
0: the script to... treatment, right. if we had the script for Netflix and we could sit and read the script, I feel That's like right. we could make a better judgment call on that. But I'm going to look. So we're both going okay. for the first one with the underwear. Okay. Oh, it was number two.
1: Oh, goddammit.
0: So she <laughs> ap- apparently she didn't run away to be an actress. She she
1: We were assuming that she had... Gotten, great skills
0: um, very lucky
1: drama school and was like I'm gonna go do it now I'm gonna go
0: if that was true she should buy a lottery ticket I wanna know
1: what, yeah I want to know what production they didn't do any sort of check on this person to see I'll, what the outfit was gonna look like under lights
0: I'll get in touch with my friend and I'll see if we can get <laughs> some more information um but we've come to the end of the podcast now and Thank you so much for coming on. This has been such a lovely chat, and like I said, I'm such a massive fan of Thank your you. work and things like that. So it's really been lovely to get. Can to... I
1: can I do a, a promotion?
0: Oh, of course, of course, uh, promo away. Okay, so
1: I do um I do work with um End Violence Against Women International. Yeah. Um, and you can find a lot of that stuff on my um, Instagram um, at the Ashley Jordan J O R D Y N, and um. All
0: in the description too
1: all in the description and there's um, a com I don't know when this is airing but there's a they're having um, they normally do a yearly uh, sort of convention where people from all over the country and the world come mostly like law enforcement uh, forensic nurses lawyers uh, advocates like all these people sort of come together and a um, evaluate is in violence against Women International they offer training. Um, to all of these professions so that when someone um, is is assaulted or has been domestic violence or is raped, that those survivors are believed. Um, and 100%. a lot of that's in the training so that they're, they're trying to change the way that we handle those from all professions, not just me, Ashley, but like the doctor who does the examination, the, the death sergeant who you give your report to, that all of those people working in tandem really um, affect the trying to change the culture that we're sort of now seeing has been so horrible for so long um, and like real efforts trying to, to be made to not just dismiss and blame women, um, but actually like advocate for healing for those people. So they, they're, they've lost the ability to do that because of coronavirus. So um, this year, they're doing like an online fundraiser. You can donate to that cause. I'll get
0: all of the links. They will be all over my social media when I promo this episode. They'll be in the description Great, box. So Details of all of this in the description box below go and follow Ashley on social media. You can get all of the information there. Her social media handles will also be on the description box below my social media. They'll be there too. Um, And that's at Ingram Noble, which is always the same, all one word, all on the same social medias. You get the gist um, and you can submit your theater stories for stage right or stage shite by emailing Pod at gmail.com. So yes, thank you so much, Ashley. It's been such a pleasure talking to Thank you, you and i've me. had such a great time i i'm enjoying doing this little podcast throughout lockdown so i can
1: i hope i didn't ramble too much i have a tendency to ramble
0: <laughs> Oh, i talk i talk far too much honestly <laughs> If, you can
1: edit anything. it out
0: though you can just edit everything out it's
1: all going up <laughs> great
0: everything like, ev- they can all listen to us just talk rubbish for <laughs> however long this has been but thank you so much for coming listen on my dog
1: having... line in the background
0: great that's what people will <laughs> people will find that more entertaining than me speaking
1: <laughs> he's he's just complaining he's so sad he it's all, the coronavirus all too.
0: And there we have it, another episode of Drama School Dropout. This has been episode 15 with me, Ingram Noble, and my very special guest this week, Ashley Jordan. I'll be back again next week, same time, same place, with another episode. And this time I'm going to be speaking to a man who was welcomed onto millions of television screens around the country. I'll be chatting to the star of Hollyoaks, Parry Glasspool. Drama School Dropout no oh,
1: graduation day for you, drama school out.
0: From your whole course, now try something new, drama school dropout.